to Sports Lounge Live, a weekly talk show covering baseball, basketball, football, NASCAR, plus the latest sports news, both pro and college. Hear past talk shows on your phone by calling the Conversation Station or as a podcast on your iPhone, Victor Stream, or computer. Visit legendoldies.com for links to automatically connect via your computer or iPhone. Call the sports aficionados at area code 646-876-9923 and enter the pin 287-723-4600 followed by the pound key twice. And now, your hosts, Chris Devin, Perry Lester, Sean Platts, and Bill Sparks. For over six years, he's been the ambassador of Cincinnati Reds baseball. That's it right there. Sorry about that, guys. I just thought I'd a little jump here. You, I mean, keep a, you can't keep a good man down. Joe no, we couldn't. We, we couldn't keep it down, could we? Anyway, good evening no. and hello, everyone. I'm Bill Sparks. <laughs> We've got a very busy show tonight, so I'm going to turn it right over to Chris. Okay. Well, I am back from Pittsburgh, went to the uh, grand ch- grandson's graduations, got home uh, early this afternoon, got my sports notes ready. So I've got the, the normal complement of information, I hope. And I hope and some of it might even be right. So that'll be good too. Now, uh, first of all, we're going to be covering the NBA and the NHL. We'll figure where, And there's a lot of news in the NBA, not much news in the NHL, uh, just the end of the Stanley Cup finals. And, and we'll talk about that. But the NBA, we, we're going to spend some time because there's a lot to happen this week in the NBA to besides the Toronto Raptors winning the championship. Then we're going to go into baseball. And actually, Chris, most of it happened yesterday. Right. Yes. And, and then we're going to then we're going to go into baseball, both college and, and the uh, MLB. Uh, we'll have your college results and uh, where they stand in Omaha for the for the College World Series. We'll get to the uh, the MLB standings and then uh, today's results and what that does to uh, the, the standings. And then we'll move on into uh, the NFL. We have a couple of NFL stories. There's usually a couple as the year goes on. And then uh, we'll see where we are at that point. You notice uh, we, we have our commercial breaks now in our program, too, as, as they do in pretty much all the shows on The Legend. So that's why you heard about good manners and stuff. And we, we know that's helpful to our listeners. So that's good. Yes. We like to do that. Our listeners, our listeners need to learn how to have a good manners. Yes, that's right. Do. So anyway, all right, John, you can, adop- you you can adopt a pet, too, if you want. Yeah, that's right. Yes. That's a good idea. All right, John. Yeah, yes. Yeah. All right, well, first of all, uh, just remember, uh, if you all want to dial in, as Mike told us at the beginning, uh, 646-876-9923, uh, then enter 287-723-4600, hit pound key twice, star six, uh, mute you, unmute you, star nine, raise your hand on the phone, alt Y on your computer, and the more button on your iPhone and Android and all that other stuff that also want to let you know the other podcasts that are out here on, on this uh, legend, they have some in-depth discussion about the OJ Simpson 25th anniversary. Uh, the coffee club had a good discussion on it uh, and all things radio played the audio. So I recommend going to those, uh, you know, and going to your podcatcher, which I'll tell you about at the end, but also, you know, worldwide legend podcasts and download those. If you want to hear that audio, if you want to hear a good discussion, I mean, probably not, we're not going to get into that here because it wasn't really sports related, even though it sort of was, because it was during the NBA finals, but you want to hear how they went through it. It was kind of neat. Also, our good buddy Robert, ringsidereporter.com and 773-572-7781 for the boxing podcast. And Larry and Jimmy's football contest. For details, go to 
Uh, go to the main menu uh, and then hit five to go to the bulletin boards and go to bulletin board number 10 that explains all the rules on all the ways you can play there. So anyway, we got some NBA, some big NBA news that just went down yesterday and the course of championship. And as I stated, Fox, Fox is very happy in some ways that the championship is over Thursday as Golden State pulled it out. You know, ABC, ABC pulled it out. Yeah, ABC Toronto didn't give up the Google. fight. ABC didn't give up the fight that easily because they've got George Stephanopoulos and Donald Trump, and uh, that should be good television too. So you know, the ABC is trying to do the best they can. But anyway, yeah, and, so and Tiger's not in contention. I will say that right yeah, now. Yeah, well, that doesn't help Fox so. either. So yeah. Anyway, yeah, and they don't have, a, yeah. and it turns out they don't have a leaderboard in the corner of their screen. So that doesn't. Yeah, they do at times, but not not constantly. Right. Not constantly, but Brooks kept a. Brooks Kepka is in contention. He, if he wins tonight, and the reason it's still going on tonight, of course, it's on the West Coast and the U.S. Open always plays till about uh, seven o'clock or whatever time zone you're in. Brooks Kepka, if he does win, will be the first to win, or not the first, but the first one since the early 1900s when Willie Anderson did the first uh, first since then to win three U.S. Opens in a row. Although last I saw Gary Woodland, who's Never won a never won a tournament before. Is in the lead still. Wow. He's been in the lead pretty much all all the time. He's a young kid out of Stanford. So right. But anyway, and yeah. We forgot, to, we forgot we forgot to date our show. It's U.S. Open. That means it's Father's Day. So happy Father's Day to everybody. Yeah. We forgot happy about Father's that. Day. Remember that. Uh, if if you have any, uh, you know, like uh, if you haven't talked to your father, give him a call. It's an, if you've had incidences, whatever with your father, any. Uh, you know, it's never too late to reconcile because you never know when they're going to be gone. And this is show number 46 for us, and it's June 16th, 2019. So there you go. Sorry we, uh, we buried it a little bit more than we should have, but uh, at least we got it out there. So the NBA, let's get into this. It's going to be interesting. Yes, the uh, Lakers did acquire Anthony Davis from the Pelicans, and uh, they gave up uh, Lonzo Ball. And um, a couple other players too. Uh, and- Brandon Ingram, Brandon Ingram, and Josh Hart. They gave up those two and three draft picks. Which three draft picks? Is, yes. And yeah, the Pelicans what, are already listening. Yeah, the Pelicans are already listening to offers for that fourth pick. So if you want to make them an offer, if you're a team out there, give the Pelicans right. a call. I'm sure David Griffin would be glad to talk to you. And then, well, we and also they need do. to point out on Father's Day that they also get uh, Lonzo Ball. Too. They do. And according to LeVar, I'm sorry, Lonzo's the player, LeVar's the father, yes. And by the way, according to LeVar, he did put out a tweet last night that says that uh, because the Lakers traded his son, they will never win a championship again. Oh, okay. Well, that's not what Vegas thinks. We get the the odds on that. I will say this Lonzo, Lonzo has has done a good job of distancing himself from his father this last year. He ha- I will I will give him credit and this trade right now they get some young guys. Uh, one of the things apparently they some people are talking about well the Lakers gave up too much. Well, New Orleans wanted Kyle Kuzma. Lakers are not giving up Kyle Kuzma because they see with Kyle Kuzma, Anthony Davis, you know, LeBron, they want to win now. They want to keep, you know, Kuzma's young enough. They, that's a guy that they want. They do not want to give him up. So they said, we'll give up draft picks because we want to keep him. Brandon Ingram, uh, Lonzo Ball, Lonzo Ball, they were just calling, hey, you know, we can get him out of here. You know, it's time to go. Brandon Ingram, okay, you know, he's he had the misfortune of being compared to Kevin Durant and probably, you know, probably shouldn't have been done. I mean, he's a good player, but not, you know, we'll see where New Orleans, we'll see where New Orleans are 
hey, shall I say it's Seattle down the line? Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. Well, yeah. we know that likely the number one pick in the draft that's, uh, that's coming up, the Pelicans are likely going to take Zion Williamson, and then whether they hang on to that fourth pick or trade it, we'll see. Yeah, and you you figure uh, the Celtics were already talking to them about, you know, they they did not get uh, Anthony Davis, but they've already been talking to them. So you might think that they're what they may do, and this is just a guess. I don't know anything. I don't know what's been said here because I've been away. But I'm thinking what they may do is say, okay, Kyrie's going. We've got two young players in in, um, uh, Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. We got who can probably, and Gordon Haywood now is, uh, improved to the point where, uh, you know, he's going into the season healthy. He can be the leader who they may accept a little bit better than Kyrie. Kyrie was coming out every day, criticizing them, you know, complaining about them. And then if you get a good young ball player to go with them and uh, you may just say, uh, you know, you know, let's roll with that. Let's see if we can get a, a young team that's exciting and that uh, may sneak in and win the East. And uh, we'll, we'll go from there and see who wants to come after that. So we'll see. But uh, that's the kind of well, thing other teams are going to have to think mind, about now. And keep in mind, Chris, I mean, yes, the Toronto Raptors won the the NBA Finals this week. I guess that's the other big story. They beat yep. the Golden State Warriors uh, four games to two, to uh, four games to one. Four games to two. Four games to two. Four games to two. And um, I, I guess I'm happy that the Raptors won it. You know, because it's a new team, but right. man, their fans are not classy. In all honesty, when someone no. gets hurt, when someone gets injured, you don't cheer. I don't care who it is, or if you like them or you don't, you don't cheer mm-hmm. for anybody to be hurt. You well, just and, and their yeah, team. Well, let's give the let's give the team Nick Nurse and the players credit. They were that's telling, very strange hey, for Toronto. Do that, you know. That's very strange for Toronto yeah. because they're known, in, particularly in hockey, they've been gentlemanly uh, over the years and so forth. I mean, I don't know what's going on with the basketball. Maybe just new sports fans or new, you know, Toronto. Toronto has become a lot more ethnically diverse, and, um, and of course, their team is ethnically diverse. So I'm wondering if it's sort of a, a, a different group of folks that are, you know, Toronto's known for, and Canada in general is known for being nice. So, you know, you wouldn't well, expect South, that. South Park did say Glenn Canada. Okay. <laughs> and then well, we had I guess two. the latest, I guess the latest on, um, on uh, Kawhi Leonard is he's either going to stay in Toronto or go to the Clippers. Those seem to be the two. Those are the top two, two yes, that's what I'm hearing. And we had, of course, the two injuries, um, yeah. one on Monday with Kevin Durant, his Achilles, he's going to be out a large portion of the season, and Clay Thompson with his ACL going to be out at least seven months. And now uh, the rumor is Clay, well, Clay Thompson was already staying anyway. Yeah, uh, Michael, Michael, Thompson, Michael Thompson, his father, who is a broadcaster with the Lakers, said after this happened that Clay was staying with the Warriors. He was going to resign with them anyway, so... That's not a so basically it'll be a Gordon, Gordon Haywood situation. They'll rehab him. He'll get his big money as as Haywood correct. did, and you know you wait for the next year. That's all you That's can do. And Kevin, Kevin Durant's still talking about. Uh, I in the free agency market. Now, that's an interesting thing because uh, our friend David USF, who's a big Laker fan, says that they've got about $31 million, uh, left for, for salary cap. But I would um, think this could put the kibosh on the Lakers because if they're going to really go for a championship, I would think they'd want to make some maneuvers. Well, apparently well, it was, came out today, Chris, from what I saw from ESPN, that uh, this trade is not going to be approved until July 6th. And because of that, they are only going to have twenty-three million. Which I mean, that's that's money, but it's going to be yeah. twenty-three yeah. million. And but no, Durant would not be going to the Lakers anyway. The other rumor is he went. You notice he went to the doctor in New York, but apparently there was also a meeting in New York while he was at the doctor. Okay. With yeah, the, that's the other. That's the other thing. That's according to uh, Woach. And what so he usually knows. Uh, so he's uh, talking about taking his dead his dead money for this year to the Knicks. 
That was the Knicks, or, the Knicks or the Nets. The okay. Nets, yes. Now Kyrie is talking about the Nets, isn't he? Right now, he, he is. Yes. Okay. Yeah, that's the leading candidate for him. Yes. Okay. And so, yeah, that I mean, that's basically what's going on in the NBA. Well, know, we have some odds, and this was but, very and, interesting. You know, and, you know, that's quite a that's quite a bit going on in the NBA. That is. We we, we spent about what, twelve minutes on the NBA. Yeah. That's right, but we, we've got some odds here, and I think it's very interesting. This was before, and, and David USF, again, we thank him for a lot of this stuff. He uh, checked, found the odds in Vegas. Now, the thing you got to remember about L.A. and Vegas is they're tied at the hip. You know, it's like we here in the Northeast hear a lot about New York and Philadelphia and, you know, uh, down to the D.C. And they, they're tied to the Lakers and, and the L.A. sports scene, Dodgers. You know, a lot of L.A. money, and in, in, uh, they go there all the time. So even when the season ended, this was a team who hadn't made the playoffs, who hadn't acquired Anthony Davis yet. They were the favorites to win the NBA title. I think that was silly, but they were at uh, four to one. It's now dropped to seven to two. So, you know, now that makes more sense because now you've got, you did get Anthony Davis. You didn't know that. The, uh, the next uh, one was Milwaukee at six to one. The Clippers at six to one, and their odds could drop if if they do come up with um, with uh, uh, Kawhi Leonard. Uh, we have Toronto at eight to one, and that's natural. What happens is people are like, "Well, who are those guys?" I don't know. They won the title. They beat the Warriors. The Warriors were hurt. Uh, in people's minds, it doesn't count. It doesn't mean it didn't count. It doesn't mean they weren't a good team. They were all year. They were number two in the East. But they're like, who are those guys? They're not. And they're already counting on Kawhi not being there. Right. And that, yeah, that too. Houston at 10 to 1, Golden State at 10 to 1. And, you know, that that's uh, their Golden State's just going to be, I don't know what you'd call rebuilding, but they're just going to be scuffling around the middle of the pack. Philadelphia 12 to 1. Now, Philadelphia, I think, is undervalued there. Philadelphia gave Toronto all they could handle. Philadelphia yep. just as easily could have won that series as Toronto. I, I think, Chris, mm-hmm. the reason that, that they're valued that low is I think they may lose at least one player. Yes. And uh, Jimmy <laughs> Butler is the most likely candidate for to not be back. And there's also the Joel Embiid uh, thing because he's he, he's never healthy. So you know he's your, one of your best players, and he's not there half the time. So that I get that too. But but it's it's kind of funny when you see that the Celtics at twelve to one. Well, again, they I, I don't know whether people thought Kyrie was staying or going or what, but maybe a retool without Kyrie uh, might be the kind of thing to get Brad Stevens, the kind of team that you know he's he's got Gordon Haywood here already because he's his college coach, and bring the young kids back into the fold. You know, uh, so we'll see how they do with that denver at 15 to 1 of course they had a surprising regular season but uh not a whole lot in the playoffs and uh, utah at 20 to 1 so that was the the uh, odds in uh in uh, la in uh, las vegas for uh, for that uh for the nba so we got any more nba we want to do we don't uh, i think we covered we it all i think we did okay so we go okay, to the NHL. real quick though sean when is the draft oh yeah the draft is this thursday Okay. The 20th. Yeah, the 20th. Okay. So, for if you like the NBA, uh, the NBA draft is this week, and, and the award be... ceremony is next Thursday. Okay. Now, the thing okay. about the draft, the NBA has this weird thing about the NFL is interesting because they'll announce trades right up. Oh no, Minnesota's not making that pick, and now it looks like that's going to you know the the Colts. You have these kind of things. The NBA kind of has people pick, and then they say nudge, nudge, wink, wink. That that pick was actually for so and so, and then it turns out. Yeah. I don't know why the NBA does that. I don't know why they just don't flip the picks right on on TV. It's a lot better TV than to say. New Orleans is picking something for Boston, let's say. You know, it's it just, just not as good. It's not as, not as interesting, I don't think. But that's what they do. I don't know why. Uh, so, and then NBA free agency, we should mention, is starting six hours early. They're going to have it on June 30th. Uh, at 6 p.m. on ESPN is going to start. So that means our show of that night, we may have a couple of names 
because often there's things that are just about ready to be done. And uh, so they're going to try to get a lot of that done on the Sunday night because, you know, you get into the holiday weeks and, and it, it gets crazy. And when they were doing it at midnight, I remember when I was in uh, Reno and they were doing it for the ACB convention, they were doing it at midnight. And, you know, I'm hearing about Paul George going to Oklahoma City and all this at, at like at two in the whatever time I heard it. And, you know, it's crazy. Uh, so that's not prime time exactly. So they're trying to move that up a little bit. And uh, so that's the other NBA note. And so we'll do the NHL. Uh, and uh, very disappointed, of course, uh, by the Bruins' lot. And there were people, and I wasn't home, so I only heard like a little post-game uh, reaction. Kind of people po- pointing to Tuka Rask uh, in, in the last game. And they were kind of saying, you know, he needed to make a couple of big saves, keep the team in it. The Bruins lost it 4-1. to one. Blues took a 2 nothing lead at the end of the first period on a bad mistake by Brad Marchand, who, uh, with about 15 seconds to go, started to head off for a change and left the guy alone who, who uh, banged it past Rask. Well, it was a fairly easy goal, but it was a surprising one because Marchand should have stayed on. It turned out that he got hurt, and I, I think it was a hand injury, and I heard this on, I did hear this on BZ while I was away. He got hurt in that foolish scrimmage. I told you about that. When they had that scrimmage, when they were off so long, and I told people on this show that Ted Williams got hurt in a thing like that against the Braves uh, back before the World Series in 46, you don't do things like this. It's foolish. You don't put players at risk. Why do people, you know, leave games early when they're ahead? What happened to... Uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Derek Rose. When he Derek did, Rose. yeah, you know, Jamal, is, Jamal, I do see it. We'll get to you in just a second. Yeah. So yeah, it won't take long Jamal. We'll do the hockey and uh, you know, then we'll, then we'll uh, get going. That's but pretty much it. Yeah, no, it's not. No, it's not. Now, we had two for the first. I must tell you, Chris said he was disappointed. In full disclosure, I was not disappointed. No, you weren't. Because my team won uh, the Blues. Interestingly enough, I guess it was raining in St. Louis when the game was being played. 18,000 at the uh, Enterprise Center. They were inside watching the game, but 25,000 sitting in the rain at Bush Stadium watching the game for for the Blues. And then singing in the rain. They sang Gloria after it was they over. They certainly did. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, I have nothing against the Blues winning. First, a couple of things. It's the first, when you look at the the expansion teams that came in in 67, 68, even though they were the prominent one for the first three years and went to the final, they're the last one of those to win because the Penguins, of course, and the Flyers have won. We know that. We know that Dallas won, and that was Minnesota. But that was also Oakland. At one point, Oakland had become Cleveland Barons, and they folded into Minnesota. They represented a bunch of teams. We know the LA Kings finally won it. So finally, after uh, what, for how many years? 49 years in the league or something like that? 40? Yeah. No, 50, uh, wait, 68, 51 years was it? I yeah. think. Yeah, it was 49 from the finals, 51 to win it. So their 51st season. So for the second year in a row, we had a team that had never won. We we had the Washington Capitals last year. For the first time since 2006, we had two new teams win. Two teams that had not won because the Toronto Raptors had never won and um, the Blues had never won. In 2006, the Carolina Hurricanes won and the Miami Heat. That was the first one Miami won before LeBron. They got that got that championship out of the blue in 2006. So you know, so that was that was it. So that's that's pretty much hockey there's there's an opening in anaheim that is not filled yet i think the nhl draft is this weekend it's usually on the weekend it, it, i don't it know is. where robert it is or said, all that. robert said on friday night and uh, that yes it was this weekend yeah yeah okay so maybe we can talk to jamal then let's talk to jamal how's it going jamal how are y'all doing happy father's day to all the fathers out there thank you hey. i spent some time with father's good but with that with all that being said i want to talk about the Anthony Davis trade okay. for the Lakers. Well, I will give the public some credit for squeezing everything they could out the Lakers in order to make that trade, number one. Number two, 
people are talking about how this trade is going to affect the Lakers, but I think the Pel- I think the Pelicans should uh, keep that fourth pick as well, and they're building themselves up. They're potentially building themselves up a nice little team down there that, given the next year or two, if the if Zion Williamson and the fourth pick are the real deal, along with what they got, they could possibly build themselves to be a contender in the, in the West themselves. Well, it's possible. Uh, it's possible, Jamal, that they do keep the pick. I mean, I would bet if David Griffin doesn't get the offer that he wants, that he will keep that pick. Oh, sure, uh, sure. I, mean, I could say in three or four years, yeah, in three or four years, I think they could be a contender. But the West is really tough, and especially if Kawhi goes to the West, and you you've already got um, you know uh, the Lakers now beefing up, and you're going to have to deal with Anthony Davis because, of course, that's where he wants to stay. So he's going to be there a while. You know, the West is a tough conference. It's again, I think it's reasserted itself again. We, Kawhi may stay, and and uh, Durant may come to the East, and we may uh, have Kyrie staying in the East. But you, you've kind of beefed up the West a little bit here. And LeBron James has to stay healthy in Los Angeles. Uh, assuming he stays yep. healthy with Anthony Davis, that's very interesting. And I wouldn't necessarily count Golden State out yet next year. Well, all right. Yeah. So they're going to – Boogie Cousins is, is a free agent. He's going to be uh, looking for, for something. You're going to keep Thompson, but he's not basically not going to play. So what are the – all right, you got Curry. That's cool. But what are you going to do around uh, Curry? You have Draymond Green, who's an okay player. He is, but he's a little bit of a – they're not excited he, about him. He, he is kind of a head case. He is kind of yes, a head case. he is. Yep. I think you're going to be in, uh, Jamal. I think they're going to be in the middle of the pack. I think you you had a good run here, and it's just too many. You know, you it's it's like one of these cartoons where you know, this happens to somebody and that happens, and they keep running. Eventually, you're going to lose you know momentum when you. When middle you of the lose. pack in the West might be 56, 57 wins up. Well, no, no, know? the middle right. of the pack might yeah. be forty wins and not make the playoffs. They might be a team like the Lakers were this year. You know, that, what what what, what, what NBA you know, one NBA t- uh, note to Jamal while while you're while you're here with us. Um, apparently, Art, you and I both follow the Bulls. Apparently, the Bulls are trying to get in with some of these free agents, and because of the disaster that still is the front office, nobody wants to go there. Uh, I'm not surprised. We had that discussion over brunch today, and you know, the disaster. I don't know who's worse, Beavis and Butthead in the front office of the Bulls or the clown show in New York. I yeah. you, you know, I mean, nobody. I mean, and, and Michael Ryan. Uh, and my question is, what the hell are Ryan Zorro's doing? I mean, I think Jerry is either gullible or half senile. He needs to step in and tell his son Michael to get rid of Beavis and Butthead, a.k.a. Guy Packer, whatever you call those two, and put somebody in real competent who knows what they're doing. Because you, you got the clown show running the Bulls. You got Jim Boylan. Ah, ah, because they fired Hoiberg, who they should have never hired in the first place. Hoiberg is back in college where he should have stayed. And you're not going to get a real coach there until you get uh, somebody knows what they're doing. The, the Pelicans at least hired David Griffin, who's competent. The Bulls yeah. need to hire people who are competent. Get rid of get rid of that clown pack. Get rid of uh, Foreman. And put in somebody who knows what the hell they're doing. Please. Okay, well, you know. Uh, so so it doesn't sound like Jimmy Butler's going back there. Is that what you're saying? Uh, doesn't, doesn't sound like he's going to no. do that. <laughs> no. So anyway, okay. So uh, why don't we start talking with baseball? And, and since it's the College World Series, we'll start with that. Now, Perry and Sean, take it yep. away. And I do have the information on that. Yesterday, 
we have three games that are completed so far. Unfortunately, we cannot update you on the fourth game because they only update that at the end of the game. But yesterday, Florida State beat Arkansas one to nothing, and um, Michigan beat, defeated Texas Tech five to three. So Michigan and Florida State will play in the winners bracket tomorrow night. Arkansas, Texas Tech will play an elimination game tomorrow. Vanderbilt today, they won their game uh, three to one. And my can't read my own right. Yeah. They beat they beat uh, Louisville. They beat Louisville three to one. And Mississippi State and Auburn are in progress as we speak. So okay. the winner of this game will play Vanderbilt on Tuesday night. The loser of this game will play Louisville in an elimination game on Tuesday afternoon. Okay, so we'll give you the standings going into today, and then we'll give you uh, some updates uh, looking at the wild card. We'll look at the divisions first, then we'll look at the give you the scores, of course, and then we'll look at the wild what that's done to kind of the wild card after that, because that's the one you kind of lose track of. So going into today in the American League East, the Yankees uh, had a record of forty-two and twenty-seven. Tampa Bay right on their heels at forty-two and twenty-eight. The Red and they, Sox, play, they play one another this week. Yes, they do yes. in New York. Uh, the Red Sox, 38 and 34. So that would put them, uh, let's see, six games out going into today. Toronto, uh, we have five AAA teams in the American League. We have Toronto and Baltimore, Seattle, and uh, Detroit and Kansas City. So uh, I'll talk about that a little bit more in a minute. Toronto at 25 and 45, and Baltimore at 21 and 49. In the Central, we have the Minnesota Twins and the Red Sox playing them tomorrow. And uh, I don't expect more than maybe one win in Minnesota from the Red Sox because that's just the way it works. Minnesota, 47 and 22, well ahead of Cleveland, <clears throat> excuse me, at 36 and 33. So that's like 11 games over the Indians. Chicago, 34 and 35. Detroit, 25 and 42. Kansas City, 22 and 48. In the West, we have Houston at 48 and 23. Texas at 38 and 32 going into today's action. Oakland was 36, 35. The Angels 35, 36, and Seattle 30 and 44. In the National League, in the East, we had Atlanta at 41, 30. And I was not paying attention to this series, but apparently Atlanta uh, did some good business against the Phillies this week in, in Atlanta. They, they did. They took two out of three. Right. So they're now in first place in that division. Philadelphia going into today was 39, 31, but they lost again. We'll get to that. The Mets, 34-36. Washington, 32-38. Miami, 25-43. In the Central, uh, back and forth between the Brewers and Cubs. Going into today, they were in a flat-footed tie. The Cubs at 39-31. The Brewers, 39-31. And we know the uh, the Brewers already won today, so that puts pressure on the Cubs to keep pace. Uh, St. Louis, 35-34. Pittsburgh has been, oh, boy, were they horrible. I was there. Uh, they had a horrible road trip. I think they lost like seven out of eight or something like that. That They got uh, clobbered by the Brewers, then the Braves, and uh, they've struggled with the Marlins. I think they might have won two out of three with the Marlins, but they're at 31 and 39. So they were kind of hanging in a little bit, but they're not anymore. And Cincinnati isn't either. They've kind of fallen on hard time at 30 and 38. In the West, we have the Dodgers at 47 and 24. Colorado going into today at 37, 33. Arizona, 38 and 34. We had San Diego at 34 and 37. We'll talk about them in a minute. Ted Leitner was a happy man today. And San Francisco, 30 and 38. In today's games, the uh, Red Sox got through one of those force fields. And all of you who follow a team day in, day out, know there are force fields in a season. What I mean by that is you're trying to get to 500 or you're trying to get to 
two over or five over or 10 over, and you have to try it over and over and over again until you finally do it. There's a barrier. And then sometimes you can really roll after that and get really, really going. I don't expect that to happen because, again, the Red Sox are going to play the Twins. But the Red Sox did beat Baltimore 8-6 to six in 10 innings today, which means they swept the Orioles and got to five over. For a team who won 108 games last year, that's not much, but that's the highest uh, point they've been at. They did start uh, at five under at three and eight after their first road trip. We had uh, Pittsburgh beat Miami, uh, indeed, to win two out of three, uh, five to four. Cleveland over Detroit, eight to nothing. Tampa Bay beat the Angels, six to five. St. Louis beat the Mets, four to three. The Mets struggled with the Cardinals this weekend. I think they lost two out of three or three out of four. Three out of four. Three out of four, because they lost that suspended game, yeah. Uh, The Braves clobbered the Phillies, uh, 15 to one in Atlanta, as we were talking about. Washington did a number on Arizona today, 15 to five. Uh, The Yankees did a number on the White Sox, 10 to three. Toronto beat Houston, 12 to nothing. Now, what happens is, as I always say, you're going to win 50, you're going to lose 50. Well, that was one of Toronto's 50 wins. Even though they're one of the AAA teams, they got Houston the right day, and they beat them in Houston, I think, 12 nothing. Kansas City over Minnesota, that doesn't happen either, 8-6. to six. Cincinnati beat Texas, 11-3. to three. And Seattle over Oakland, 6-3. Uh, to three. And Milwaukee beat the Giants, 5-3. to three. And in a come-from-behind win, the San Diego Padres beat the Colorado Rockies, 14-13. to 13. They got four runs in the... Uh, uh, top of the ninth to win that game. So, uh, and they won, uh, I think they split uh, that series. And they had a big comeback, apparently their biggest comeback of all time on Friday night to win their game. So, uh, so looking at the wild card right we, now, now. Wait, wait a minute. Before you do that, we do have the Cubs yeah. and Dodgers underway. That's right. And in the bottom of the fifth, the Dodgers have a one to nothing lead. Okay. So, so early there. So, right now in the American League, the top wild card, as it's been most of the time, except when they've been in first place a couple times this week, Tampa Bay is 15 games over 500. Then we have the Red Sox at five over and Texas at five over. And the, and the Red Sox did manage to split with Texas. And that was important because uh, they lost the first two and they managed to get those other two. Then they got to go to play ball, go to Baltimore and win those three. That's fine. And they, by the way, they have not lost since the Bruins lost that game. It was Wednesday uh, afternoon. The Red Sox won and then the Bruins lost. So since the, the hockey season has been over, they haven't lost yet. Expect a loss tomorrow night. They're playing Minnesota. Cleveland is four games over 500, right? Uh, half a game out of that second wild card. Oakland at 500, Chicago minus two, and the Angels minus two. In the National League, right at the moment, you would say Chicago has the top wild card, the Cubs, because they don't have first place. They could retake first place and Milwaukee would have it. But at eight over, that's where they are. Philadelphia has slid to seven over. Colorado is now down to three over after their loss to San Diego today. Arizona three over, St. Louis two over. The Mets are minus three, and San Diego is minus. Oh, I'm sorry. San Diego is minus two, minus two, and the Mets minus three. So this is now t- late enough that you can start looking at that second wild card and see if you're you're starting to think about whether you're going to be contending or you're not, and whether you want to uh, you know get rid of players or not. And so I like to try to do that when the games uh, when, once we hit this part of the season when the games are actually over. And uh, so it took a minute because we had to wait for that Padres game to get over. But we have some baseball notes last week. Uh, while we were on, I don't think it was while we were on the air, but certainly it was about, it was, 30, it was about 30 minutes after we left the air. Right. But I think it had broke. We maybe didn't get the news because he'd already had his surgery. Had he not by the time we heard about it? I'm not sure. Um, the exact I, time. I don't, I don't know that to, Chris, because I got the first notification from ESPN about, uh, eight 30 my time. Yeah. So yeah, anyway, it was about 8:30. He, he hadn't had the surgery till Monday morning. 
Okay. So David yeah. Ortiz was shot in the Dominican Republic. And uh, sometime on Sunday afternoon, basically, we figure, or late Sunday afternoon, or early Sunday evening, I asked Miss A what the time is uh, there, and it's Eastern time. So they're basically on, on Eastern time. And uh, so he was shot. Uh, he had damage to a lot of his organs. He had da- some, some liver damage. He had some da- They had to take out some intestine. Uh, he was shot in the lower back. Uh, so he was then flown by the Red Sox to Mass General on Monday night. Uh, he arrived here, and he's still in the ICU. He's in stable condition, but there's a lot of repair that needs to be done, and, and he's in the ICU. They have arraigned, and this is crazy. Uh, this is uh, Latin America, and things are done differently. There's no habeas corpus. So they've arraigned nine people in connection with this. And uh, now one of the, uh, the supposedly the shooter is saying they were actually going to, going after somebody else. Well, I don't think that's going to get you off because whoever you shoot, you're not supposed to you know, shoot them. <laughs> and then, then there was the other rumor going into this, that this hasn't been totally substantiated, but they said that, oh, that Big Poppy was involved with, right. a drug with a drug lord's wife. And so that's yeah. possible. You know, you could have a situation where he does what he does down there and uh, he and um, and uh, Tiffany up here have an agreement that that's OK. And he comes up here and then, you know, he's with the kids and Tiffany and he's fine. So that could be, I, you know, we'll 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 find that out. We'll see if there's a lot of spin. But it's going to take whatever. a while because they, they can hold them up to a year before they even have to have a trial. Right. For whatever reason, they got him out of the Dominican Republic and back to Boston for that surgery really, really quick, though. They well, got sure. him. Out. They said, "They said we need to get you out of there." So the Red Sox, they said, hey, "We're getting you out of there. We're getting you over here." Yeah. For well, whatever reason, Mass General is, is a great hospital, and everybody knows that. And it's, it's it, if he's still in ICU, and I'm not saying he's in danger, but he's in ICU, and there's a lot of work to be done. And I don't know if he's having other surgeries or just a lot of monitoring that uh, they may not have felt that it could be handled the way it okay. should be in the Dominican Republic. There's that, but I I see what you're saying, Sean. There's you know there could be other issues. That, uh, so they want to really... get him out of there. Right. Say, let's get him away from down there. That's that's a lot of the speculation. At least, at least down here, we're not in Boston. I know you right. haven't been in Boston last week, but I wasn't there either. But not... yeah. yeah, but I was listening. I was the busy a lot. But there really haven't been too many updates. And again, there's going to be trouble getting the news out of the Dominican Republic anyway, because it's just a whole different culture, a whole different legal system. And we'll see how yeah. they handle this, because you know, I think one of the guys could be extradited to this country, had been arrested here for something. So that may have something to do with what happened down there, but I don't even know which one it was or whether he was an important person. But they got nine people arrested, and allegedly the plot was only going to pay them $8,000. That so, is correct, uh, $8,000. $7,800. 7, according, according to NBC News, it was 8000 yeah, so oh, yeah, I've heard seventy eight hundred. I heard eight thousand. I heard okay. Yeah. Then we had a uh, death of a longtime manager in baseball, Frank Lucchese, uh, who died at the age of ninety two. He managed the Phillies from seventy through seventy two. Not great years for the Phillies. None of, the, none of his teams were great. That was the year. That's a notable year, seventy two. That's the year that the uh, that uh, Steve Carlton won uh, twenty seven games for a team who won seventy two games. Uh, so that was probably, you know you hear about that all the time. Then he managed to manage the Texas Rangers from seventy five through seventy seven. And the Cubs at the end of the 87 year, I think he was like the third base coach or bench coach. And he took it over just to finish the yeah, year. Yeah, he, he, he was the interim manager. His, his record in, the, uh, in Major League Baseball was 316 and 399. So not a, not, but he was, you know, he was, he was a manager and, uh, you know, bounced around. And uh, let's see, let's see. 
Let me see what else we have for baseball. Uh, uh, I can give you a couple I, of them, Chris. Uh, Kyle okay. Hendricks of the Cubs to the 10-day injured list with shoulder inflammation. They don't think it's serious, but nonetheless, you know, when you lose a starting pitcher, you take right. that seriously. And the Yankees acquired Edwin Encarnacion from the Mariners for a minor yep. leaguer and some cash. Okay, and that's right. And they, uh, they're they paying – the Mariners are paying half the salary. I was surprised. They are. Correct. The Yankees and, and the, you know, that's going to be the thing to keep, keep keep an eye on with baseball now because with um, the July 31st trade deadline, and that is it. You cannot make trades after July 31st anymore. So what your team looks like on July 31st, the only way you can improve it is internally. You cannot make trades anymore after July 31st. Right. Right, unless there's some kind of a crazy situation like, uh, you know, somebody's just uh, fed up with somebody, they just let him go, which can happen. You know, you get a look at Chris Davis. I mean, yeah, you that's can sign the kind of guy. That, but that's different. You can sign somebody if they're released, yeah. but you cannot trade for anybody. That's no, correct. So, and they're never going to get rid uh, We were, uh, you know, listening to the Red Sox game, of course, they were playing the Orioles. And they got three more years after this. I know we've talked about this before. Three more years after this year for Chris Davis, and he's still under 200. So, you know, all our happiness about Chris Davis uh, did not uh, go into much of anything. So do we have any more baseball or any calls? We do not have any calls right now, and we do not have any more baseball. So, All right, but we have NFL. Yeah, we got some NFL here. Well, first of all, the first thing that happened was Houston Texans fired their general manager, Brian uh, Gain. And, that, and, Sean, you say now they'll be paying three general managers uh, right now, right? Well, they'll be paying Rick Smith, who's gone, the Brian Kane, and whoever they hire as their new right. general manager. Right. And apparently, like, uh, Bill O'Brien's in good shape. He's, he's just there. So he, is this general manager, is the way the Texans run their operation, and some teams do, it certainly was the case with uh, Scott Paoli here, who did the, the, the money things and all that. Is it kind of Bill O'Brien's team, and the other guy comes in and uh, does well, the, you know? I think the, it could be. They obviously want the guy, uh, Nick Sarius, whatever, from uh, New England. But New England already went after him for tampering. so And they yeah. tried to get him before New England denied him. And mm-hmm. what's interesting is the team chaplain, I can't remember his name, he had worked for uh, New England. He was there for an award ceremony. And he just happened to talk to Sarius. And then mysteriously, a day or two later, Brian Gain, after only being there 18 months, was let go. But then the other thing was Jeff Pope fired by Houston, by Brian Gay in Houston, along with eight other African-American employees. And there was, he was going to fire, file a complaint about, uh, you know, racial discrimination. And did they know that was coming on? And did they want to say, now they say it has nothing to do with it. They say that's not substantiated. They also had no idea. You know, they're covering their butts, you know, basically yeah. what they're doing. And now, okay. now let's, let's clear up the, the one about the, um, the Patriots guy. Since the Patriots were going after them for tampering, they have now said that they are not going to hire him and they've dropped any interest in him. Because of then, and, and the Patriots then subsequently won't get them for tampering. And even if they had, they would have given a draft pick up. If they really wanted him bad enough, they would have said, "Hey, we'll give you a draft pick." Yeah, well, anyway, so uh, there, there's all that with Houston. So it sounds like kind of a, it's again, a funny time. But again, maybe that racial discrimination thing is, is what came up because it's a funny time, again, like it was for the Jets a few weeks ago. After the draft, you've kind of done 90% of your team building. I think, I think the racial discrimination one has a lot more 
Right. Uh, merit than the other. Yeah. Okay. Then we had a death in the NFL. Uh, Pat Boland, longtime owner of the Denver Broncos. He was 75. Uh, he would uh, has all, had Alzheimer's and uh, died this week. He uh, bought the team. He and his family bought the team in '84. And until uh, July of uh, 2014, he was running the team. And then his son took over. He still had a uh, you know an official a, uh, a figurehead post. But he was no longer involved in day-to-day uh, decisions. Uh, some interesting uh, statistics on the on them. They were uh, let's see. Uh, let me look at this. In the playoffs, they're in the playoffs eighteen times since nineteen eighty-four. That's pretty good. And they won the uh, uh, Western uh, Division thirteen times. They uh, they were in seven Super Bowls, and they were three and four in those seven Super Bowls. They won Super Bowls 32, 33, and 50. And you know, should talk a little bit, and we talked about this before the show, about Super Bowls 32 and 50 because when um, they won in the 97-98 season and they beat the Packers and uh, Pat Bowen got up there and very famously said, this one's for John because uh, you know, it was uh, John Elway and longtime Bronco for, what, 15, 16 years. They finally, in other words, they got him a running game. Terrell Davis was great, and uh, that's what he needed. He finally got his Super Bowl win. They won it the next year. But then the 50th Super Bowl, uh, they beat the Carolina Panthers, and John Elway said, got up there on the podium because as a GM and said, this one's for Pat because they knew that Pat was aware to some degree, I'm sure, of what was going on. And, and uh, so they wanted to send that one out to him. So, you know, there was, there was a, a lot of uh, a lot of good feeling, I guess, about this guy in the Denver area. And uh, Denver has well, certainly had and success. The, the best story on this, if you've ever watched the 30 for 30 from Elway to Marino, 1983, the, the way they acquired John Elway. <laughs> and apparently... The Cowboys had a deal work out to pick up John Elway. They were gonna with the Baltimore Colts. Remember Elway? For those of you that don't remember, Elway was gonna go play for the Yankees. He did not want to play for the Baltimore Colts, and of course they moved to Indianapolis that year anyway. But he was not gonna play for them, and they had a deal. All the GM had a deal worked out. Pat Mullen went and got Robert Ursay drunk, oh. and basically <laughs> traded. And this is confirmed by Gil Brandt uh, by. Uh, well, Pat Bowen on the 30 for 30 confirmed it. Uh, you know, others all confirmed. He got him drunk, and so it was a lesser trade than what the Cowboys were offering. It was Danny White and some others. So Pat Bowen knew about Ursay's problems and decided, mm-hmm. hey, hey, he took him out. <laughs> That's how yeah, he did and That was a rookie owner because he had just come in. Or, or Well, they said 84 on the statistics, but then again, this was the class of 83 that, dra- that were drafted, so I don't know. But Yes. Yeah, he was. No, he was. He was there in 83. It's on the 30 for 30. Yeah, I'm wondering okay, if he was... Okay, we maybe have, he put uh, a group together. He may have been in the organization and put a group together and bought the team. I don't uh, know. Yeah. We, have a couple, we have a couple of hands, and okay. we'll get to you in a minute, but we have someone with an 847 area code who wants to speak to us. Yes, I am from Illinois, and I'm wondering if you heard, if you heard whether or not the you know, MLB will be on the here. I, I missed that. Will the MLB? Will MLB what now? will be on the echo. Will be on the electric. Oh, okay. Will the MLB be on the echo? If I were to guess, I have no information on this. If I were to guess for this year, I am guessing the answer to that is no. I see. But I'm just well, that is that is, a, that is that is that is a total guess. 
<laughs> there's a few states, and of course, you can buy the tune-in thing uh, for on the on the Echo and get it that way. But there are a couple of three stations that do stream. So uh, you have like the Giant Stream on KNBR. There's one in Indiana that streams the Cubs. But uh, for the whole thing, it's a you know it's a, and of course you can get it through Sirius XM. But you got to basically for the, most of the teams, you got to get a, another a way to get it. So what you would want the the best way to get it on the. <laughs> Um, Echo devices is to enable the TuneIn Live, and that is going to be if you don't have Amazon Prime, it's four dollars a month, and if you have Amazon Prime, it's three dollars a month. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. That's good. Thank you. You bet. Okay. Jerry, Jerry, go ahead. Uh, a little history made with the uh, I don't know if you guys talked about it with the Rockies and the Padres today. Uh, I think they they broke. I, uh, Pat News said about they broke the single se- a single series record for runs scored in a four game series. Okay, uh, I could believe yeah, that was, because all the games were very high scoring. Mm-hmm. It was fourteen to thirteen today. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Padres. Yep. Well, the Padres <clears throat> are trying to contend, and boy, yep. I'll, I'll tell you, every five minutes. Ted Leitner mentions they've got great prospects coming up, so they better be good because he's uh, praising <laughs> the guys. They're not there yet, but he's, he's okay. talking great pitching, great pitching believe, coming up. If you believe what you hear, Chris, from a lot of the quote-unquote experts, that is absolutely correct. They still have a lot of prospects coming. Okay, well, that's good. You know, that's good. And they went out. See, they did it a little bit differently. They they put the, you know, uh, cart before the horse or the horse before the cart because they went and got Machado and they got Hosmer before the prospects were there. So if the prospects fill in around them, then they could really be doing something in a year right. or two. For, the, for those who are wondering, we have about five or six minutes. So if you want to get in, go ahead and raise your hand and we'll get to you. Um, but we have about five or six minutes left. So uh, if you want to get in, now's your time. Yeah, 646-876-9923-287-723-4600. Hit the pound key twice. That's it. Well, let's, let's talk about – now, none of us are soccer people. None of, but apparently we had a little controversy in women's soccer, and a p- bunch of people got a little butt hurt over it. Sorry for the term, but, hey, that's what they did. U.S. – now, today they beat Chile, I think, 3 nothing. U.S. women's soccer last week – they be they're in the women's World Cup. They won it in twenty fifteen. They beat Thailand thirteen to nothing. And I guess they celebrated a bit and people are going, How can you do this? How can you run the score up on them? What are you doing? And they're getting really so people were criticizing them, be going, how can you do this? And of course Abby Wambach, who's on the team, said, Oh, if we were men, then would we be getting criticized? I don't think that has much to do with it, but I will say this. If you're in a team, you're in a world stage. The World Cup is like the biggest stage for soccer. It would be like the NBA championship or something like that. It's like the dream team. When the dream team in 92, when they were scoring, you know, hey, we're going to, in the Olympics, we're going to see how we get against these teams. Real quick, you know, Chuck, and, we got two hands that we want to get in. Okay, but they basically, they're, they're throwing fits. And and for those that are having fits about it, you in the first round you get points based on how many goals you score uh, if there's tiebreakers. So you know 
It's like, what are they doing here? What are they, I mean, just, yeah, they, they scored well, 13 goals. Oh, well. I think really quickly what I'd say is, number one, you're dealing with a woman's sport, and I think there's a lot of women, oh, that's not nice. You know, the women just do that. They, we hear it all the time, and, number one. Number two, it's 27 years after 1992. So, you know, the attitude of a lot of people has changed and softened in those yeah. 27 years, too, Sean. And, but also, it, it, it has. But it has. Now, let's, women, let's, women, let's, give, women, let's give our callers a chance, guys. Uh, Shelly okay. was first, and uh, Abby, I see your hand too, and I'll get to you right after Shelly. So Shelly, go ahead. Okay, just a quick note. Uh, what Jerry was saying regarding the Rockies and Padres series, the full, it was 92 runs in the four-game series. Just thought wow. I'd you guys And that broke wow. the Phillies-Dodgers record, by the way. Okay. Okay, that's interesting. And, you know, it happened uh, in the ballpark where it should happen. That's where these things happen. Abby, is a she's a brand-new caller, I believe. Yeah, so, she is. Abby, well, welcome to the show. Well, thank you. Um, I just wanted to put in my two cents about the uh, 1907-1998 Broncos and uh, John Elway. The only thing I really wanted to say was I... That's when I really just started getting into uh, football, and mm-hmm. I remember that game, and I was like so excited because I was rooting for John Elway, and so. Um, are you from Are you from that area around Denver? N- uh, no, I live okay. in Indiana. Okay, yeah, I live I live but in you, Indiana. How did you get hooked up with John Elway? Uh, just because he didn't come to Indianapolis, and most people in Indiana hated him because he well, wouldn't come to Indianapolis. Well, um, I was just, you know, one of those uh, young women who was like, oh, I don't really want to watch football. And then all my friends were like, oh, come on, you got to watch football. So I watched okay. it, and I, I, just, I really I picked the Denver team that year. I was like, the Denver's going to win. I know Denver's going to win. Okay. Well, so. And actually, she's, she's safe there, Chris, because, remember, he left before they actually moved in the middle of night in Indianapolis. Remember, he, I know, he, but they, they, they people knew he could have been a cult, though. So. Yeah, the Baltimore, I, I, people, the Baltimore people hate it. Yeah, more more than the Indianapolis, I guess, but still. I also just wanted to wish all fathers happy Father's Day. Okay, thank you. So, all right, thank you for letting me speak. I appreciate you. Bet any any time, call any time. Yep. Bill, what are we on the clock? We are good on the clock. We have it's time for Sean's promos. Well, right, and, and real quickly, real quickly, just to finish up on the soccer, one last. The reason with the women's soccer, they are trying to get also paid equally to the men, and in that case, I think they're the ones that get the ratings. So, but you know, it's just it's, it was just a weird controversy to the fact that we even talked about women's soccer, and, and if they hadn't run the score thirteen nothing, who would have? We wouldn't even be talking about it. But hey, but as far as where you can listen to things. How do they lead remember? Feedback? How do they lead feedback to? Well, first, oh yes, I forgot to do that at the beginning. <laughs> if you were listening any time throughout the week, dial seven seven three five seven two seven seven one five. Hit the pound key when you hear the greeting and leave us a message. Do not mark it private. That is also one of the places where you can hear Sports Lounge live. And when you're there, you can listen. Uh, you know, just dial in on your phone. Listen over there. You can also go to Legend Oldies. Dot com and check it out over there. Download Sports Lounge Live episode 46. Go to Worldwide, all one word, Space Legend in your podcatcher. Select Sports Lounge Live. Also select Coffee Club or All Things Radio, which is where you'll hear those great O.J. Simpson clips of the chase. And you can also, in, in, on your smart device, 
say play Worldwide Legend Podcast and keep going next until you get the podcast that you want. So coming up, we have some great public service announcements, and then I think our good buddy Robbie the Robot will be hitting you up with some good music throughout the night and then great programming. More Music Monday with Bill and Dave and Tim and Steve Nomer and everybody else tomorrow. So, and I, I think we still have just a few seconds left, Bill, don't we? About maybe 45 seconds? We do. We yeah. have got just a few seconds being installed for just a moment because we're having a technical issue. And by the way, okay, now, okay, now, hold, on, hold on, guys. Bill, if they want to, they can also leave feedback to using the legend number, and I have no idea what that is. So if you want to 800 693 800 option 2. That right. is exactly... And Bill, yeah, and Bill at BillSparks.org. 